Jamie's back. Morning, Jamie. Morning, Paul. Nice day off. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's pretty chilled actually. Thank you. I got a couple of uh, chores done. Yeah, it was all right. How exciting! I know. Uh, Great day off. Yeah, you're all right, Hayley. <laughs> I'm really good, thank you. Really good. Good. Now, of course, you had a trip to the mainland yesterday. Yes, I did. Now, normally it'd be like oh, a trip to the mainland, but of course, for most of us, it probably hasn't been. You know, uh, a regular thing. I mean, I, I was thinking back. I think it's February. Uh, when I went to the Brits, I don't like to talk about going You've to, been the Brits. to the Brits. No, I don't like to talk about it. Uh, I think it was February when yeah. I last went. So, uh, what's it like over there well, now? Do you know what? <laughs> it was quite interesting, actually. Do they still have the big buildings and the fast cars? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a 50 mile an hour speed limit along the M27. That 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 you know. I've been there for three years. Oh uh, well. There you go. Uh, that's, that's how long pain. it's been. That's how long it is since <laughs> Hayley left the Isle of Wight. But do you know what? I had a great day trip, actually. Great day trip. Apart from your lunch, is that oh, right? Do you know what? My lunch yesterday, I was... So I'm on a diet, and I've been on a diet for a couple of months now, would you You've lost a lot of weight as well. Well, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. But thank you, Paul. That's really kind. But yesterday, I thought I'd have a little cheat meal. Not that you needed to lose anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> of course not. Back, yeah. back, you know back, when you fellas. think, what, what am I supposed to say at this point? Is that good or bad? Right. Well, I thought I'd have a bit of a cheat day. I was out with my little pod of people. You know, my mum and dad, they're my... What do they call them now? Bubble. Your bubble. They're my bubble. So we went for a drive through Now, I hate cheese, as you're well known. So I ordered a burger... Obviously said, no cheese in there, please. No cheese in there. Got my drive-thru, takeaway, headed to the ferry. Thought I'd have it on the ferry. Did you, you didn't check it? Nope. See, you're the one that told us yes. I know. to always check. Paul, I know. Me and Paul cause chaos in the drive-thrus now because we're oh, yeah. sitting there checking and inspecting everything. I'm going, well, I reckon that a large portion should be 187 chips. So <laughs> yeah. uh, count them out. Just wait there, young man. <laughs> yeah. One, two, <laughs> three. That's a half one. Three and a half. <laughs> I know. Well, I only let myself down. Because when I got to the ferry, I opened up my burger. Is this a long story? No. I opened up my burger and not did he not put cheese in? He put double cheese in. <laughs> double cheese. So apparently, right, he put double cheese in. I was livid. I was absolutely incensed. Now, a normal, a normal person would just go, oh, nightmare, and maybe try and scrape the yeah, cheese just pick out. It off. Yeah, no. you just, yeah, no you just take it off. No. Get on with it. Even though che- plastic cheese is quite, it's quite, yeah, yeah it's, it's not quite a sticky one, isn't it? I know. So, but not Hayley. No. What do you do? I phone the restaurant to tell them. They've of course, gone wrong. you did. You phoned the restaurant in Southampton. Phoned the restaurant in Southampton. So told you them took the, the effort to find the number for the individual yep. Burger King restaurant in mm-hmm. Southampton. Spoke to the manager and the mm-hmm. manager... He's got me a free burger at the Isle of Wight store. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so... Fantastic to so, apologise for their error. So all you need to do, if you want a free burger today, go in there and say your name's Hayley <laughs> no, Woodward. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm really here to pick up my free burger. <laughs> no, don't. I was yes. saving that for my next cheat day. <laughs> I'm going to take Iona down yeah. this morning and get it. <laughs> Just go down and say, oh. I'm Hayley Woodward, um, manager in Southampton, said that I could have a free burger. Do you know what? I was so incensed. I was so incensed. Brilliant. I just thought, oh, I don't get many cheat days. And then I have a waste of So you didn't eat it, it, no? No, I didn't eat it. I couldn't eat it. Oh, gutted. And you had to stay in the car so you couldn't get food on the phone. No. <laughs> Isle of White Radio. Uh, today on the show, uh, Chris Packham from Spring Watch. 
I think they do it every season now, don't they? Really wild uh, show. Autumn watch. Yeah, really watch. You remember oh, the really wild that. show? Is it Michaela, Stra- Mc- Michaela Strack and Terry Nutkins. Yeah. <laughs> I that, love that yeah. show. That was that was the show, they had wasn't the spiders it? Spiders in the hands and stuff, weren't they? And they used Ooh. to have the big screen, and they always used to sit casually on the steps yeah. <laughs> yes. in a kind of cool way. Yeah. Anyway, Chris Packham and Charlotte Corney are going to be on the show a little bit later on. That we they need your help. Well, actually, they don't need your help. The Tigers need your help at the zoo. We're looking for someone with a, an almost industrial-sized pump because they want to empty the tiger lake that is at the zoo and give it a good clean and refill it. But they need a pump that is going to be able to pump out all the water. Yeah. They only need to borrow it, so you're not donating the pump. You're just, you know, and you could be there lending it. To, yeah, you could be there if you want. Uh, if you think you can help out with this, then I'd love to hear from you. 01983 We're looking for a pump that could pump out the water for the Isle of Wight Zoo. Now, I'm not sure um, how big this pump needs to be, but I'm guessing kind of fire brigade size. It would be quite large. I mean, when I've seen it on the programmes, you know, like uh, the mining programmes when they do it, they're quite big. I mean, they're probably about... The mining program. Yeah, you we're know, talking like gold about, diggers. We're talking about a tiger lake. Yeah, I know, but they do the same thing because they have to pump the water out to wash it through the water to get the gold. Right. Right? So it's, they use a big water pump to do that. So I reckon it's probably about a metre and a half in length. That's so sorry, <laughs> I think we're talking volume of water per yeah, minute as opposed to physical size. I think it's about, oh, a metre and a half by about, oh, 30, 30 centimetres high. Uh, yeah. Plugs in. I, mean, I just thought of someone who might have one, actually. I thought of someone who Well, if anyone one. has got one uh, that you would like to lend to the Tigers uh, at the Isle of Wight Zoo, then get in touch because Chris Packham is going to be on the show in just a bit, around about an hour's time. About 8.40, he's going to be here talking about that and uh, how you can help the Isle of Wight Zoo, who, of course, have been in a nightmare situation, being closed. And when other businesses can just switch the lights off, and I know you have on costs of paying rent and rates and things like that, but with the zoo, you've got got all those animals to feed and, you know, keep heating, all those kind of things. So anything you can do, if you do know someone with a pump, get in touch with them, get them to give us a call this morning. Uh, We'd love to get that sorted for them. Topping in the morning. You need a coat. Yeah, I cycled in this morning. Uh... Did you? I don't. I don't like to talk about my cycling endeavours. No. Nope. Uh, but I did cycle in this morning, and I ordered some wet weather gear. And because of lockdown, I used to get all my Amazon stuff sent to the office here because yeah. I'd always be here to sign for it. Yeah. But during lockdown, I had it all diverted to home. So the good news is today. When you say that, it's all diverted. It is only one click. Cause you've got like your home address and your work address, so it's just like a simple click. Not like, oh, I've had to divert everything to have my post. You know, it's a simple task board. Come on. So anyway, I had everything diverted. <laughs> yep. To, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm to, listening. Thanks, to home. Yep. So the good news today is it's going to be chucking it down and I will be cycling towards my wet weather gear. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, brilliant. Excellent. That worked just, out. Can I just say very quickly as well? A big thank you to the guys at White Mountain. I said I'd, I'd mention them. Oh, here we go. No, do you know what? They <laughs> were great. Plug. Here we go. I did. I said, you know, they. I had a little issue with the bike on Saturday and they uh, and they had a look at it and fixed it for me. So just a thank you very well much. Well done to the guys at White yeah, Mountain. Yeah, well done. Do they charge you? 
Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, oh, you got it for free, didn't no, you? No, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. I did, I promise you I didn't. I didn't. Have they done us a favour, really, because he hasn't stopped moaning about it, has he? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, that's very, very true. Where'd you get your helmet from yesterday? Oh, Halfords. That's that's loyalty. <laughs> that's loyalty, that is. Isle of Wight Radio. It is Tuesday. Can you believe 30th of June? Where's Jamie going? Oh, he hasn't got his headliner here so ready, has Oh, he? you're joking. I mean... I mean, you've never seen him run so fast. You can see it out the back. Can you, you can see it if you're watching on Facebook, uh, Jamie running around the office. I'll wait, you'll come and you go, you ready? you go, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was that? Ah, there we go. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just about. Yeah, I used to uh, leave it on the printer, didn't I? Ah, uh-huh, OK. Here we go, then. Time for headline or hearsay for a Tuesday morning. Normal People and Killing Eve have helped the iPlayer set a new record for monthly viewing figures. There were 570 million requests to stream programmes on the platform in May. That's up 72% on the same month last year. Lockdown is thought to be the main reason behind the spike. Is that headline or is it hearsay? What was the second programme? Killing Eve. No, the other first one then. Normal People. What's Normal People? I can't reveal. I've never heard of that. You can't reveal what the programme is? No. I don't want to give the game away. Facebook's on. See, I can imagine that it's... um, I can imagine that it's quite busy with... What are you moaning about? Oh, I can't see the Facebook comments. I can. Well, if you got yourself organised in advance, you Uh, would be able to. Unfortunately, my computer doesn't want to play ball. Anyway, what do you two think? Where's Ollie? Um, Oh, my word. (laughs) We didn't have this yesterday. No, we didn't. Do you know what? Actually, it's really fun with Ollie. I quite enjoyed working with him. He's full of laughs. He never oh, mind. Oh, don't. Don't push it too far. I've, I think I pushed it far enough. Look <laughs> at that sad little puppy dog face of Jamie's. So, uh, yeah. Mm, I'm not sure I would this. imagine that Netflix has done very well out of lockdown. Well, didn't Netflix change their settings or something just to reduce a few bits and pieces to make the streaming better? Yeah, they said that they'll lower the quality of the stream to ensure that... Uh, yeah. Everyone could get it. Nothing to do with the amount of money that it must have been costing them pumping yeah. out all that video. This is true. But I would think the iPlayer probably had a record record viewing for the BBC during lockdown. I used iPlayer a little, quite a lot, actually. See, I don't very rarely use it. Anyway, what does Facebook have to say, Jamie? Well, Catherine thinks it's headline. Patricia is watching as well from Banbury this morning. Andrew says headline. Hello. Yeah, not quite. Uh, Charlie says, um, morning, J-Dog. Missed you yesterday. Headline. Thanks, Charlie. Um, Anthony thinks it's headline. Keith thinks it's headline, as does Gillian and Laura and Clive. Uh, Maz and Amanda are saying headline. Victoria thinks it's hearsay, though. Keith's watching in Portsmouth. Simon says Headline. Simon also says I'm looking cuddlier with this top on. I mean, I look like okay. a giant bird. Hey. I mean, cuddly is not always a great word, is I it? I was thinking you look a bit like a seagull <laughs> you know, when you wear say that. that. Oh, you look cuddly. cuddly. I'm like, mm, yeah, cuddly I know with... what that means. Fat. <laughs> cuddly with a bubbly personality. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I was ugly, okay? <laughs> bubbly. No, no. I think this is... Uh... I mean, lots of Facebook are saying headline, aren't they? I think it's probably a headline. Let's go headline. Paul. It's happy birthday to Lynn as well this morning. We'll do that. We'll do that in over. just a minute. So also, you... all of Jamie's fans, you notice on here. Apparently, you went into the bike shop and they went, oh, it's Jamie from the radio. I didn't... That was not <laughs> <at all. laughs> 
No, you didn't. That's what, what you said. I'm not telling you anything That's anymore. what you said. You we're said, just, we're just you said that they silence. were saying, oh, I love the show. <laughs> I didn't say that More so you, Jamie. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. I never get that. I never go anywhere. It's because you don't talk to anyone. Yes, I do. Hayley and I go out there, you know, sort of promoting the show, chatting to people. You just walk around sort of with your hood up and your Head sunglasses like an on. Head like awkward teenager. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm loving the face masks thing. <laughs> so, uh, what are we going with? Headline or hearsay? Headline. headline. We're going headline. Jamie? It is a headline. Ooh, topping in the morning. Oh, oh, oh. I'm getting excited. £2,015. We're playing Pounds for a Sound. Pounds for a Sound. Win with White Fibre and Isle of Wight Radio. Julie, good morning. Good morning. What's Northwood like today? Wet. Yeah. It's <laughs> Wet just, and grey. It's just, oh, what happened? A week ago we were basking in the sunshine. Now look at us. I know. It keeps doing this, though. We keep having like a couple of weeks of yucky weather and then we have a bit of a heat wave and then we get some rain. Now, you're a key worker, aren't you, working at Carisbrook College, is that right? Yes. So what do you do I there? Am. I'm the head of Year 8, and I do attendance as well. Oh, my goodness. Lady of power. <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> do you, do you st- are you the one that stands by the gate with a clipboard? No, I don't do that. They do that at other schools, but I don't do that. Oh, I was going to say, because I always remember that from school. Topping, tuck your shirt in. You, yeah. If, if you run, you might just make it before uh, mm. before you have to have a, a a mark against your name. That's it. <laughs> and if you're late, detention. Yeah, exactly. Did you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Oh, how long do you get for detention being late? Um, do you know what? I can't remember. I haven't done for so long. Let's just. Let, why don't we say five minutes? Then, uh, then uh, I think it's lunchtime. All is it? Lunch, most oh. of lunchtime, yeah. yeah I, I remember that. I, I think my parents. Oh, after school. I think Still my. Four. I think my parents always thought the school finished about five o'clock for me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's see if we can get you a big bundle of cash. What would you do with two grand? Well, we're going to redo our bathroom because it's disgusting. So um, we put it towards that. This is the sound. Let's have a listen. That is it. Julie, for £2,015, what is it? Doesn't sound like what I thought now, but um, <laughs> I thought it was somebody like, running their finger over the edge of a comb. Running your finger over the edge of a comb? Yeah. Oh, you know, like when I don't think we've had that one teeth. before. Mmm. Shall we find out if you're now £2,000 better off with white fibre? Yes, please. I won't be, but yes, please. Fingers crossed, Julie. Is it running your fingers over a comb? No. 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 Oh, back of the class, Julie. Back of the class. Yeah, put my dunce hat on. Thank you so much for playing and uh, good luck with the bathroom. Thank you. It needs it. Oh, bath- bathroom's <laughs> always a difficult one, isn't it? It's like the kitchen. It's one of those ones mm. that you don't want to do because you're going to be with... It's going to be... Uh, well, I'll let you get on with it, but... Thanks. What, <laughs> what I mean is they switch the water off, then you can't use the loo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you remember? Yeah, mm. OK. Julia, and no showers. No, no showers. My goodness, uh, your pupils will be so pleased when you're back at school. Yeah. Uh, Julie, thank you so much. <laughs> Have a good day. Right. Cheerio. You. Bye. Bye. There you go. That is Julie... What is that sound? How much is it worth now, Hayley? 
2045 pounds. It's a lot of cash. Play pounds for a sound. Weekdays just after eight with White Fiber and Isle of Wight Radio. You could be winning that money. Text the word radio sound and your name to 81400 if you think you know what it is. Radio sound and your name, 81400. This is. Isle of Wight Radio. The Isle of Wight Zoo need to clear out their tiger pond and uh, they they need basically a pump that's going to be able to suck it up into one of those machines. You know the ones that you yeah. see at the uh, the festival, the things that um, farmers just, use. You know the big the big what do they call slurry things? Well, it's just if like if there's a flood or something and they have to pump the water to get rid of it. Yeah, they need one of those. Need one of those, but it sucks it up into a Container. Container, yeah. So they need one to help the Tigers. So can you help with that? Chris Packham is on the show very, very soon. Uh, But before that, let's find out what's happened this week. Every Tuesday um, since, well, for months now, the leader of the Isle of Wight Council has come on to just give the island an update of exactly how we stand at the moment regarding coronavirus and the changes that have happened. Uh, Morning to the show and welcome Dave Stewart. Morning, Paul, and morning, listeners. So uh, what have you got for us this week, Dave? So I'm going to talk this week about some of the positive things that are happening and a little bit of reassurance as well. So I'll crack straight into it, if you like. Um, So Dave Stewart here, leader of the Isle of Wight Council, with some positive news and positive words of reassurance as we head towards the 4th of July. Positive because the 4th of July marks the further easing of lockdown and the opening of many more island businesses including a wealth of those who operate in the hospitality sector. Positive because after the long haul from the beginning of March, when we were all being restricted at home due to coronavirus, we can at last look to enjoy a degree of freedom and social engagement. Now, I've been talking with many different businesses over recent months, and the common aspiration has consistently been to manage to survive through to a time where they could once again open up, and now that time has arrived. More importantly, businesses wanted to prepare properly and be COVID secure when they opened. Last weekend saw over 260 island tourism businesses take part in a webinar session with Visit Isle of Wight and the Council on preparing to reopen in a COVID secure way. As a result, our tourism businesses are good to go and are part of a national scheme providing further confidence to residents and visitors as they prepare. Visitors will be encouraged to plan their visit to the island to know what is open, as well as what restrictions there are at their local accommodation, local attractions, pubs and cafes and restaurants. And I'm pleased to be able to say that as an island and as a hospitality industry, we are therefore ready to welcome visitors once again. But we must all continue to remember and understand that for some residents, this will be a time of worry. Some who remain very anxious about the situation and have genuine concerns after all that has happened. We will continue to ensure they are supported and can feel safe as well, because we are all in this together. We can do this by setting the expectation of visitors to plan their say in a safe and considerate way. Working with Visit Isle of Wight and the tourism sector generally, we will encourage visitors and guests to behave responsibly and take care of our island, to respect and protect the island as they enjoy its unique offer. The other key action we have already taken is to complete and submit an island outbreak management plan to government. This plan, which will be locally led, explains in some detail how we will act if we experience an outbreak of coronavirus on the island in the coming weeks 
or months ahead. This is effectively our insurance plan, which we hope we will not need to call upon, but if we do, we will be ready to do so. This is in order to protect our island community and keep everyone safe. It will be presented and discussed at our next Cabinet meeting in July so that everyone is clear about our approach. I want to reassure everyone that despite reports that suggest otherwise, the island is not at risk of a lockdown of the sort we are currently seeing in Leicester. Our rate of infection remains amongst the lowest in the country, and we hope that with our outbreak management plan in place and the community's continued support, we can keep it that way. I expect shortly to be announcing further steps we'll be taking to keep our beaches clean and safe as we arrive at the school summer holidays so people can enjoy these facilities safely and sensibly. Just in conclusion, this virus has been one of the most destructive public health events in our lifetime. And we must remember it has not gone away yet. That is why you will hear me repeating over and over the importance of staying alert, following the guidance and saving lives. We must all continue with the behaviours of social distancing, washing our hands, wearing face covers when needed. These are the key steps to helping contain the virus and are a small price to pay for saving lives. You may never know if you do, but why take the risk? So enjoy the 4th of July, think of others, and let's ensure our island remains an inspirational place to grow up, live, work and visit. Respect everyone's safety, protect yourself and others, and enjoy your summer on the Isle of Wight. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. So, uh interesting points in there uh, mainly around the the lockdown um so it's fake news that the isle of wight is on the list uh for imminent lockdown as been reported by some local and national media uh yeah i'm not being made aware of it and i certainly would be um and the good thing about our um arrangements with our outbreak management plan i can tell you now it's very comprehensive um for those that are into reading detail i think it's 60 or more pages of information but the core thing to remember is that if we had an outbreak on the island, we have a plan in place to immediately react to it and we can then deal with it either at a very local level, if it were, say, a school or a building or an industry, or if it wider, we have a plan to deal with that as well. Um, the good thing is we're not in that place, and that's why I say uh, you describe it as fake news. I think a lot of people speculate on these things, um, but we need to stick with the facts so that people don't get unduly concerned. Well, one media outlet this morning is saying that the Isle of Wight is a potential second-wave hotspot. Uh, what would you say to that? Well, speculation, what's the evidence, I would say. Um, but in any case, even if people think that, you could argue that for the whole of the country if people don't do things properly. What we're trying to do here on the island is stay ahead of the game and be positive. Um, there have been some various reports about the island um, where, where we are more deprived in some areas and where we are more vulnerable. But the secret for the island, uh, for me, has been the fact that our community have done what we've asked, been sensible, and therefore given us the protection that others may not have had. We've only got to look at the news headlines, you know, Bournemouth and elsewhere. We haven't had that. Our ferries are in on board with us. They're protecting what we can. Everybody's doing the right thing. And while we do that, we will stay low. And, I mean, it must be very frustrating to read news stories like that at a time when we're trying to get the island back on track. I mean, what, what message do you think that sends out to people on the island? Well, I would imagine, and I, I've been watching it like everybody else, that people get concerned when they see that. They think because we are a fantastic tourist destination with super beaches and a great location, 
it's going to happen to us. But it's not like that for the island, unfortunately. Um, a, we've got a lot more beaches. We've got um, a sensible way of getting across to and fro. This is one of the cases that having ferries is very useful to us. Um, and people don't drive their cars down from uh, London or elsewhere straight to go to the, the beach on the Isle of Wight. You've got to plan that a little bit more further. So I think the risk that people perceive there is lower than expected. I'm actually really sad because every one of those people standing on that beach in Bournemouth or wherever must realise they're putting themselves and others at risk. Um, and even news last night of other places, you know, celebrations are great, but why are you putting yourself at risk? I'm, As you know, I'm a, I call myself a one-metre-plus person. I won't go less than two metres if I can avoid it because I know two metres is safe for me and whoever I engage with. Um, there are times, we've talked about this before, you know, you go to Asda, somebody passes you, yes, we accept that, it's all flexible. But actually, most of the time, you just want to stay away and give yourself that distance because it's a risk you don't need to take. Okay, so uh, the message this morning is, as far as the council are aware, officially, uh, it's fake news when it comes to us being a potential hotspot for a second wave and the fact that we are not going to be one of the places that is already on a list for imminent lockdown. No, because, and the reason I know that is because I'm leading the team that will make decisions around lockdown. So we have different levels. So you could have an isolated premises that will be dealt with by officers through us. But as leader of the council with our cabinet team, a decision to go something wider than that, which is all in our outbreak management plan, would be taken by our by our um, our board that we've set up on this. So it would have to come through us. And we're in regular contact with the government. One of the offshoot benefits of... Uh, Doing the app, for example, we've been given access and contact with government ministers and others who we would never probably have previously met. And so we've got a very positive rapport, and I'm glad we've got that. Um, and I know that we're having that regular communication. I certainly will keep this island safe. Well, I'm sure many people will be reassured uh, by that this morning after reading what uh, what is around uh, in the last sort of 24 hours. Uh, one other question that I wanted to talk to you about. A lot of people have asked me to ask you this question about bin bags now uh, i know that the tip at the moment if you want that if you want to go there you have to book in advance uh, it can take two weeks for you to get a slot um and they won't accept general waste in in black bags a lot of families obviously have been at home for a lot longer than they would normally be and i know that a lot of uh, people are getting the stickers on any rubbish bags that don't fit inside their bins. So what is your advice for people that have got black bin bags piling up at home? Uh, so it's an interesting one, not expected. To, uh, but having said that, I'm in the same boat because I generate, for whatever reason, lots of black bin bags. But I'm realising that what I've got to do is make sure I recycle as much as I can because recycled materials um, and also garden refuse, not just garden uh, cuttings, can go to the tip, um, and they have got facilities there to take them. So if you've got your goods divided up into the various recycling areas, be it wood, be it metal, whatever, um, that all can go. What we're trying to deter is unnecessary bags of black bins of mixed everything, which is the whole concept of recycling. And now, when's, it, when's say, it going to be back so, that we can, you know, put them somewhere? I, I, I thought you'd come back at me on that. That's a good question. I will have to take that one away, Paul, and get some accurate information because I don't want to mislead anybody. Um, but I think if people can encourage themselves to recycle as much as they can, um, we will reduce the need for the black bins. 
But it's a question that's been asked before. I need to give an answer, so I will get one. Wonderful. I think I think one of the examples is probably, uh, for example, at our house, um, a birthday generates quite a lot of extra kind of uh, rubbish that you wouldn't normally have. So you've got an extra bag there. It won't fit in your your black bin, uh, so you can't get rid of it. And then the next yeah. time round, two weeks later, uh, you've still got this bag hanging around that still won't fit in because you can only just fit in what you've got. But go away, get me the answer. That would be wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for the homework. <laughs> we'll catch up very, very soon and uh, have a safe week. Thank you very much yep. for and being you, on the show, Dave. Appreciate yeah, it. 25 minutes past eight now. This is the way the island likes to wake up. Cutting through all that fake news, we'll have the latest travel for the island next. The island's Topping in the morning with white fibre. Ultra-fast broadband. Faster than your trigger finger. White fibre. A different kind of broadband. Because we care. Topping in the morning. This is something that is going to be uh, a fairly unusual ask in some ways, but in others. I know the equipment is available on the Isle of Wight and you could make a real difference. To tell us a little bit more about this, please welcome from uh, the Isle of Wight Zoo. Uh, We've got Charlotte Corney and also uh, Chris Pack. And welcome to the show, the pair of you. Hello, how are you doing? Very well, thank thank you. you. Good morning. Good morning. So tell us, Chris, what do you need? One of the uh, enclosures that we have for our rescue tigers, currently three tigers are living in the enclosure that we rescued from appalling conditions in a, a Spanish circus, um, has a very large pool. Uh, the pool is excellent for them. It allows them to cool down when it's hot. It allows them to exercise just as you know we swim for exercise, and it's good for tigers too. But over a period of years, um, sediment has built up at the bottom of the pool and as a consequence of that it's difficult to maintain it keep the pump clean the filter clean uh, the, the, indeed the water itself clean it tends to eutrophy uh, there's too much nutrients in there so in the past we've um, we've drained the pool and we've dug it out um, it was a back-breaking task that pushed our volunteer workforce to its absolute limit so this time round, we thought that we'd put a request out to the island's farming community to see if they would for a day loan us a slurry or vacuum tanker with about a 1,500-gallon capacity and a 30-foot hose to reach into the enclosure. Uh, we would drain all the water, and then this, um, this tool would be able to suck out all of the slurry into the tank. We don't need to take it off-site. It t- contains nothing harmful. It, it really is just, um, just salt, as it were. And so we can transfer it to another part of the sanctuary site. Um, and this would uh, allow our tigers to enjoy fresh, clean water in, in their swimming pool this summer, which would be most welcome when it warms up again. And this sounds like something that, as you say, if a, if a farmer is listening or maybe one of the companies that, uh, that uh, work for the Isle of Wight Festival during festival season, uh, if they've got that kind of uh, equipment to basically pump the slurry out and to move it, how far do they have to move it? It's just on the same site, isn't it? On the same site, yeah. It would take a, a few hours. I mean, there's not an enormous amount of material in there, but it's, it, it's hard work digging it by hand. 
And we know that this technique works because we've used it before previously. So these, these tankers will, will do the job. There's no ambiguity about that. And then we would simply drive the tanker around to the other side of the site where there's a suitable area for us to, to leave that, that material so that it integrates into the natural environment. In fact, it would be quite useful to us in a different place because it will be highly fertile. And as a consequence of that, it would be good for growing our wildflowers, which is a plan that we've got for, for next year. So it would be a win-win for the sanctuary. And as, as you say, these, um, these pieces of equipment are not uncommon. They're frequently used in contemporary farming. Um, pretty heavy duty, obviously, uh, for pumping slurry. But, uh, it, and, you know, we'd have a, we provide all the labour on site. We just need the, literally the man or woman with the van, as it were, for a few hours, and it would be, it would be great. Okay. And of course, in return, we'd be very pleased to offer them a tiger experience for themselves, their friends and family, and they could come along under secure conditions and government guidelines and everything else and, and meet the cats that they've helped. Well, hold on with the uh, with the amount of stuff that you're going to give them because the phones have been going crazy while uh, while you have been speaking, and I think Haley has already got some good news from uh, somebody who's listening this morning. Haley, tell us a little bit more. I have indeed. So I've just spoken to Martin from Watermark on the island, and he's more than happy to come to speak to you and obviously go through what needs to be done and get it all arranged for you, Chris. So wow, Martin from Watermark, he is yet yeah, he's bang up to help you he, he's actually quite looking forward to it so yeah amazing news and massive thanks for Martin Martin from Watermark oh, well that's fantastic and thanks to you too honestly it's such a, a public service I mean, the thing is you know with the sanctuary we're, we're really keen particularly under the, the current conditions to engage fully with the community and I'd like to take this opportunity to thank the Isle of Wight community during the course of lockdown when it was very very difficult for us I mean we're still still not easy for anyone as you as you'll appreciate you know any uh, attractions on the island but during that period we put out an appeal for anyone to leave food outside in a in a sort of a little shed that we put up outside and do you know what it was pretty much filled to the brim every day people took time out of their schedule to travel and leave the food there for us and I, I mean, it, the response was absolutely overwhelming and outstanding, and we'd like to extend a massive thank you to the people of the Isle of Wight for supporting us during that time. Charlotte, what have you got to say? Oh, well, thank you, Martin. You know, it's really important um, that tigers do get to swim. They do like the water. Tigers and jaguars are quite unusual in, in, in regards to that. Most of our 37 species of cats don't like water, and they'll shy away from it, but they are an exception to that rule. And many years ago, local residents will know and understand the context of the fact that we used to take the tigers, we're talking, you know, 30 years ago, down to the beach for a swim, which we don't do anymore. Um, so we, we do have to make sure that they get whatever their needs are within those environments that they live in. And I think, you know, we've all had a bit of a taste of what it feels like to be locked down in the, the last few months. We mustn't forget that these animals, through no fault of their own, spend their whole lives in, in a managed environment. Um, and it's a big responsibility for us to manage those environments and make sure that we meet their needs within them, as Chris has spoken about. So uh, really fantastic. And not surprising because, as Chris has also just said, that island community has been outstanding in its care of the Wild Heart Trust um, and, and our sanctuary. And um, so big, big thanks to me and for, for, from the team, especially Lawrence, our CRO, who, um, who asked us to put this this um, out out to the community. So he will be very happy this morning. Vague. So will the tigers when they get to swim in the crystal clear water. I was going to say, the tigers will be happy. Martin will be happy that he doesn't have to put his waders on and get his shovel 
uh, shovel out and we'll put you in touch with the rest of the team and we'll get that all sorted. Thank you so much. And people will be able to come and see them, of course, because we're open, Paul. As you know, we've now opened, we're fully, fully open. We do have cap tickets, though, so people do need to book online. But we also have big cap breakfast going on in the morning from 8.30 till 10. And that's really 6 99 to come and have a bath and a breakfast with a big cat and see it swimming. A bat with so. a big cat. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a brand new concept. Well, we wish you all the very best. I know it's been very tough times for all of the uh, animal attractions on the Isle of Wight, and yeah. especially you guys. So uh, it's nice for the community to be able to do something uh, because uh, you are a very important part of tourism and uh, the general the general feel of the Isle of Wight. So, um, Chris... Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad that we were able to uh, suck that slurry out for you and uh, hopefully we'll be able to catch up very, very soon. You can always be relied on, Paul, when it comes to sucking slurry. I've said that for many, many years. (laughs) Thank you very much indeed. We're we're, we're absolutely overjoyed. Chris, always a pleasure. Thank you very, very much. It's Isle of Wight Radio. This is Topping in the Morning, nine minutes to nine right now. This is Dua Lipa. Topping in the morning. Paul, Haley, and Jamie here, and it is time for us to play today's game with no name. Are we ready for this, gang? I'm ready. Jamie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's start off with um, Hayley, as always. I don't know why I say that every day, as if it's a surprise. (laughs) Here's Hayley's. Hello, female songwriter, is Stirring a Big Cauldron. Who sung Hello, female? Okay, I think Lionel Richie. No. I can think of one. Yeah. Hello. Stir, stir, what did you say? Stirring. She's stirring a cauldron. I know this one. Go for it, Jamie. Adele is casting a spell. Yes, oh, it is. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. Good Thank one. you. Hey, why couldn't I? All I could think, you know when you get a song in your head, yeah. and all I could think was Lionel Hello. Richie. Hello. <laughs> is it me you're looking for? No, it's Adele. <laughs> Jamie! You went all Adele then as well. Yeah. What? Uh, 24K Magic Singer is cleaning some vehicles. I know this one. Hayley. Is it Bruno Mars washing cars? It is. Well there done. There we go. Very Bruno quick. Is, yeah. Very quick in that. Right. Uh, let's see if uh, mine can match up to... I think so far, Hayley's is the best. Thank you. Yeah. Jamie, Jack, yours is a silver. Hayley's is a gold. Platinum. Okay. Gold. Not a gold plus. <laughs> Happy birthday, and I just called to say I love you, singer. He's really not feeling very well. Mate of yours. Yeah, I know. Um, I know this one. Yeah. Is it Stevie Wonder? Yeah. He's not feeling very well? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that means. Not feeling very well. Mm. Doesn't have a temperature. Mm. Doesn't have a temperature. Mm. Oh, you're very close. <laughs> <laughs> On the, the right mind. lines. I know this one. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Here we go. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to say it. Oh, no, it. is it rude? It's horrendous. Is it rude? <laughs> Oh, oh no, is it Stevie! Really? I know this one. Stevie Wonder is about to chunder. <laughs> oh, oh. 
is shocking. Oh, is the right I'm answer. going after that. Some people are having their breakfast. <laughs> that is it from us for today. Gavin's on your radio next. We're back tomorrow when you wake up. From six. I'd like to apologise for that. Goodbye, you everyone. Should. Bye. I'll avoid radio.